on to the point of the podcast. I was going to say, yeah. This is going to be a nightmare for you to edit. Nah, because it's going to be pretty easy. Don't stress. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we've, we've hit the point where we probably should... T- probably should talk about what we're supposed to be fucking talking about. <laughs> okay, you mentioned it twice so far, and the reason why I brought you in is because of Lolita. Yeah. Lolita fashion and Lolita cosplay is what I want to ask you about. Yeah. And the difference. <laughs> why is... <laughs> No. I, I <laughs> one thing, okay. One thing you like with all like all Lolitas or like pretty much anyone who wears the fashion who's really interested in it. One thing that will just kind of make you cringe immediately is when people mention cosplay. Okay. And it's just because it is commonly confused with the costume. But like, it's there's no such thing as. I mean, I suppose you could do Lolita cosplay if you were wearing Lolita styled to look like a character, like a Lolita version of a character. Yeah. If that makes sense. But other than that, like there, there's no. Like, correlation. No. So, like, um, because cosplay is dressing up as a character, whereas Lolita, you're not dressing up as anybody. No, it's you're just wearing ornate clothing. You know? Yeah. That's okay. pretty much it. This is probably the easiest way to introduce it, okay? I was walking through the city, uh, through the Botanical Gardens, I don't know, like six months ago. Whenever, yeah. Whenever it was when I asked you, yeah? So, walking through there with a the yeah, friend. Yeah, there was a meetup that day. Yeah. Yeah. I was walking through the city with a friend, and as we're going down, like, near the shrine, uh, we're walking along St. Kilda Road, and. I uh, was paused for a second, and my mate's just gone, uh, is she wearing a petticoat? I'm like, what? So we've looked up the hill, and there's a bunch of girls, you know, wearing Lolita stuff on a blanket, and they were just setting up like a picnic or something, yeah? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's just Lolita fashion, man. She's what? Okay, it's just Lolita fashion shit. Look, what you, she's, what do you mean? What's that? I go, well, see what they're wearing? I go, that's Lolita. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Why yeah. are they doing that? I go, because they like the fashion. It's like, why do golf people like golf clothes? Well, that's what I said. I go, it's well, a good way to describe it to anyone who doesn't know it is like, you know, if you think of golf and there's all these different subtypes of it and stuff, yeah. it's the same with Lolita. Like, if you just, it's basically the same. And it's I, just a different, different look. Yeah, different look. Yeah. And then she's like, but why would it, she goes, I don't understand. I'm like, and she's, she's not like 70 where she doesn't get it. Like, she, you know, she's nowhere near that age. Why would people want to look in yeah. a way that she's, they I don't enjoy? Understand why they're doing that? I go, because it's fun. I go, they get to dress up. I go, half of them are, I go, I, and this is what I said to her. I go, half of them are probably designed half the shit that they're wearing, as in physically made it, or, you know, worked on it as a team or some shit, sourced all the clothing themselves, makeup. I like to to think of Lolita as another way of describing it. It's kind of like, it's a wearable collector's hobby. Yeah. So, like, you know, if you're like guys who like collecting, like, little cars or even real cars, um, <laughs> or, yeah. you know, figures yeah, or I models. From the front, if you came in from the back of the warehouse, there's all my Mustangs and Ferraris. <laughs> yeah. parked there, you know what I mean? You know, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like pe- it's like, uh, like, it's this similar kind of, like, yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a hobby you can wear out. Um, and most of us, like, there are girls who do sew some really nice stuff. Most of us don't make it ourselves. Yeah. Um, but a lot of them are from, like, Japanese brands who they'll, they'll release something, like, one time. And then they'll make like, you know, a few hundred of the dress. Once it's released, it's out. And like, they might not, they might do a re-release like fucking 10 years later, <laughs> or they might not. And so they're collector's items. Some of them lose value if people don't care about them that much. Um, some of them end up going up in value. Like I've got uh, a dress called Iron Gate, uh, the print that's on it from the brand, um, I, it's a French, Jap- it's a Japanese brand, but a French name, and okay. I'm terrible at pronouncing it. Um, but it's, yeah, the brand is Moi Mortier, or Moi Mortier, whatever. I call it Mortier. <laughs> I just call it by the last, most people just say Mortier. Mortier. There you go. Oh, Moiti. <laughs> There's Morty. some people who say Moiti, and it makes me want to die, but like, I'm pretty sure it's, it's more, like, I, I don't know how to say die. the first part of it. Um, yeah, but I, I know that it's, you know, I'm getting it pretty right with Mortier, You're at least. You're fine, trust um, me. Um, but anyway. So that dress originally retailed, I believe, for maybe 350 AUD around, Um, which for like a nicely made 
collector's kind of item. I feel like that's reasonable. Okay. Um, but... I wouldn't spend 300 on a dress. No. Then I wouldn't be but, buying a dress. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's just, you know, different different yeah. strokes for different folks. Um, Dude, but the I thing spent- is, that dress I bought... <laughs> I bought... <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry. Do you know what I just pictured? What? I was, I was at a mate's house. This is like 10 years. This is where my brain's at, yeah? yeah? Like right now, I can't afford food, right? Yeah. But 10 years ago, over 10 years ago, I was at my mate's house on eBay. You're young and dumb and you drop money on random shit. Yeah. I spent $75 to buy a vintage version of JT's t-shirt that he wore from the girlfriend music video, the 7-Eleven t <laughs> Not the one that they re-released in 7-Eleven, but the original one that he wore. I like that. I and think I remember that's my great. mate looking at me, he's like, dude, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't know. You're dropping money on random shit. <laughs> I've got the JT version of that t-shirt, mate. That's great. Right. I love that. Would you be my girlfriend? Come on, man. Like, <laughs> what, 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 I, what man wouldn't want that t-shirt? It's an excellent, excellent fashion choice there. <laughs> Um, but no, like I, I spent like when I, it popped up again, cause it became quite rare cause people yeah. will buy these pieces and then not resell them because they want to wear them or collect them and keep them. Yeah. And then some people around the time that the, like, I think this dress is, oh, when did Iron Gate come out? I think in the late 2010s. So like not 2010s, like, um, early 2000s, maybe like 2007, 2008. Okay. I, I cannot remember when it came out. Um, but the dress is like decently old now. And so, a lot of people have pieces that are beginning to fade or fall apart. So, if you get one that's in, in good condition, um, you know, that, that one I bought for like $1,000. Whoa. Like, I mean, I saved up because I yeah. knew that I wanted it. I'd been putting money aside until it came up on the market. Yeah. And I bought that one for a grand. And I think my, my Lolita wardrobe itself, I've got, I don't know, maybe 70 pieces. Um, most of the pieces that I've, I've kind of curated that's for a long time. Clothes, man. I, the thing is, like, you don't just wear them. You also, they're, they're a collector's item. Yeah. You know. Um, but I've curated, like, I've got a few pieces that aren't really, like, collectibles, but they're just for wearing that are cute. Um, but a lot of my pieces I've curated for a really long time. Some of them are from as early as 1998. And, you know, my wardrobe is probably worth, like, I don't know, at least 30 or 40 grand. You have this shit insured? Uh, no, I don't. You should. But some of my... Don't insure yourself, insure your The clothes. thing is, I didn't necessarily spend all of that on it. It's just it that the value of it has gone up. Yeah. Dude, it's value. But then I've got a few pieces, like, there's some some kind of things that would be considered old school, that's what we would call it in the community, that look a bit different, that are from, like, late 90s, early 2000s, that you can pick up for very cheap. They're not, yeah. like, collector's print items. But then pieces that come came in from, like, 2000 and... Say, like, 2006, 2007 to now... Like, a lot of them have prints, and they're, like, recognizable dresses that are, like, quite expensive. In demand, yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, for the record, right, we still didn't actually clarify what the hell we're talking about. Yeah, what Lolita is. <laughs> so, it's a... It's okay. a. I literally... I try to explain it to my friend as quickly as I could, because we're in a rush, right? Yeah. And then, as I said, I've got, I've got, I've got a girl in my building that does it. She goes, what do you mean? I go, she lives across the hall from me. I go, she, she, she is Lolita into this sort of shit? <laughs> and that's when I got the idea of, like, bringing you on the podcast. Yeah. More, like more pe- There's I a ask, lot of people who don't know what, I the, what it is. I asked a few people yeah. just cu- out of curiosity and like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you know, the, the fucking dresses and the Yeah, well, I was actually quite surprised that you knew what it was as just like a random dude I'm well in my building. <laughs> um, I'm out of words. Well, I thought it was crazy. I realized there was another girl who wore it like literally like one apartment over below That's me. what got me as well. I was walking by and I like a glance down, you know, because sometimes people just leave their windows open. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, I've, got, I've got my door boarded up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, gl- I literally just like, I looked down. I just 
gave, gave it a glance. And, like, because you're just, like, looking around while yeah, you're yeah. walking. And then I ended up seeing something, like, familiar. And my eye kind of darted back to it. And I realized that it was a, a dress that had recently been released. But it was a, a re-release of the honey cake print from Angelic Pretty. And I was like... Yeah, with boy, with a matching bag. Well, that's what it's like. The print was called Honey Cake, yeah. and to describe it is a dress with um, like boxes of pancake mixture on it, and then it's got like it's kind of in like a cute kind of art style okay. with like um, the little honey uh, honey bear bottles and stuff like, and different like breakfast food items. But it's kind of like a border print around the bottom of the dress in a very like cutesy style, just along the border. Like yeah, the, so there's the like trim. a print. Yeah, yeah, so there's a big print along the border, and okay. then little details from that print kind of along the top of the dress, kind cool. of going up. Okay. Yeah, th- that's the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Um, See, when I tried to break this down to someone, I thought of the, the way to put it was just literally fashion aficionado. Yeah. Right. People collect fucking model trains and can yeah. give you the details and the models of these toys. And for me, it's a yeah. it's a toy train. Like, yeah, okay, my nephew's got one. Like, do you know what I mean? But to people who are into that, it can exactly. be worth quite a bit. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's it's the same point. with Lolita. Yeah. Definitely. Um. But, like, in terms of just, like, a quick rundown of what it is and where it comes from, yeah. it's a fashion that is heavily inspired by, a, like, a lot of... It di- pulls inspiration from a lot of different things. Yeah. It comes from Rococo clothing, like the French Rococo era. I've got a piece that basically looks just like a French Rococo dress, but shorter, like, to your knees. Okay. Um, so there's, like, kind of comes from Rococo. It comes from, like, um, Victorian and Edwardian era clothing. That's my There's a bit of, like, to. 50s yeah. kind of thrown in for some styles. There's, like, a bit of a vintage... Really? It depends on the pieces that my, you're wearing. That was just a my brain kind of throwing it in. Goes to that Victorian era. But you know, like the petticoat, a shorter shape with a petticoat. Yeah. You know, there is some like vintage elements, um, more recent vintage elements, and then it's also kind of all of that mixed in with like Japanese, like kawaii culture and yeah. Harajuku fashion and cute things. And so it breaks down into three subtypes, kind of like with goth. You know, there's like new goth, cyber yeah. goth. You know, all that shit. Um, <laughs> shit. cave goth. You know, <laughs> original eighties. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Um, but so it kind of started with Gothic Lolita, which kind of stemmed off of the goth umbrella first. Um, and so it was kind of popularized in the late 90s uh, by a visual K artist named Mana. And he started like a fashion brand I'm kind of based around the clothing that he wore on stage. It's really bizarre because like Lolita's all sort of kawaii stuff, right? Which yeah. is all based on cuteness. And, but it and- started with like visual K, which I'm not sure if you're aware. It's, no. kind, of, it's kind of like Japanese punk, like... God, I don't know how to describe like it. I'm terrible. No, it's like Japanese, like kind Steampunk? of like it's a type of music. Okay, but it's basically it's called visual K because it's a very visual style. Oh, uh, and yeah, so there's a lot of it's kind yeah. of there's a lot of very like campy kind of 80s like yeah. aesthetics in there. I've noticed with you know like big hair and stuff yeah. like that. I'm, I'm terrible at describing this. So if anyone who's like a Lolita is listening to this, you're like this bitch does not know what she's talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, <laughs> um, but you know, so it comes <laughs> so it comes from visual K. Like it doesn't. There are like evidence of like you know some elements before that, yeah. but you know it was popularized around that time and he okay. coined the term elegant gothic lolita and it has nothing to do with the lolita like the book by the way i was gonna say nothing to do with that yeah, lo- people when I, when misconstru- yeah. it, like isn't lolita just some sort of russian whore i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, who's describing a 12 year old who was groomed as a whore by the way yeah, you I, probably I, cut I, those out but um yeah it has nothing to do with that i mean yeah. if you know lolita is a name before it was a book or anything yeah, like that dude, it just means like, pretty girl dude it's like mercedes it's, yeah 
So, everyone, anyway, dude, that's... Mercedes, everyone says that Mercedes is a stripper name. Mercedes is such an elegant German name, man. Like, the guy that designed the car named it after his Mercedes. granddaughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious, Yeah, man. no, I, I don't know. Perception. Although, I've met a lot of girls named Mercedes, and they were not very nice. Where did you meet them? At, like, strip joints? No. Just, just... Were they their real names? Or were they working Like, names? school and stuff? I don't know. Where did you, you go know? to school? Oh, I've been to a lot of schools. <laughs> Well, yeah, I moved schools three times in primary and like four times in high school. Out of, like cruel intentions or something. Where like the bad no, I just, they weren't necessarily like horrible. Just like you know, kind of like I feel like there was a lot of girls named either Mercedes or Paris and stuff like that who were like usually the the kind of popular, slightly bitchy one who would look down on you for not Actually, getting your nails done or you're, something. Yeah, you're like ten years younger than me, so yeah. everyone that would have had kids would have been idolizing Paris Hilton and like all of them. At yeah, point. probably. Yeah, yeah. But times, side dragging from that. Um. I don't even know where we where we were at. You're talking about Kawhi and yeah. Lolita stemming from Japanese punk. Yeah, so it kind of came from like, well, not punk, but like I don't know how to describe it yeah, other yeah. than it, for a anyone Japanese who's normal. Subculture. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of came from a very like uh, uh, a very like golf and alternative and you know like kind of punky scene. Yeah. Um, and so he because he wore a lot of these really elaborate like outfits on stage. He dressed as a woman and looked like a woman. Okay. Um, and but it was. Like, yeah, he, he started a brand kind of based off of the clothes that he would wear. And he yeah. called it, elegant. you know, uh, at the most of the dresses will have elegant gothic Lolita along okay. the bottom of their border prints. Cool. Um, and so he started with that. And then it kind of, you know, other brands opened up as well that were doing kind of like slightly cuter versions of that. But it's still, there was, in the early days, there was still very much a mix of, even with the sweeter styles of like kind of golf elements, okay. you know, just from when it started and slowly over the years it got less simple and like you know kind of more um like elaborate and elaborate yeah Yeah. well this thing is like for instance mortier haven't changed a lot since they they started you know a lot of like you can wear like a a lot of their stuff you you could wear a new dress for mortier now and kind of style it in an older way and it would look like it was kind of from that era still let me ask you a question how did you actually get into it how did i get into it um well i was originally just like some random weeaboo kid. <laughs> I was like, you know, I love anime, and <laughs> I don't know. So I, I loved anime. I was a ran- I was a massive weeb. I was. What's your favorite anime? Pretty cringy. Oh god, I have a favorite anime. Now. Um, I don't really watch a lot now. Um, I did really enjoy Cells at Work. That was a, a cool one. Which one was that? So Cells at Work is an anime uh, based in the human body, and all of the cells are anime characters. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> that was a quite Dude, a fun one. I got a couple one. mates that are really It was, anime. It was uh, actually pretty educational. <laughs> Some of these are, like, ridiculous. <laughs> it was a really educational anime. Dude, I enjoyed shared, it. My mate shared me a clip the other day of <laughs> a, a ballroom dancing one. Oh, yeah, I think I I've heard of that one. Called. I did just watch one called Cooking Wars, and it's like a guy... Oh, Food Wars? Yeah, Food Wars. Yeah, I saw the first season of Food Wars. Oh, I love Food Wars. Like, my boyfriend and I sometimes will kind of, like, whenever I make dinner and, like, he's really enjoying it, I'll just sit there and be like, Come inside, you inside my heart. <laughs> inside hey, my I learned heart. A cooking, I learned a cooking tip off Food Wars, man. All right? I, had, I fucked up a After meal. After Cooking Wars, I tried to make some of the recipes. <laughs> hey, I fucked up a meal. 
and I ran out of time. So then I'd use the trick of like the onions on the meat and like I can't remember what else he did in order to win the challenge because they'd sabotage Yeah, had to like su- make the meat more supple and get all quicker. Yeah, make dude, it, it work. Make it more like A5 grade meat. Yeah, dude, it actually worked. <laughs> it legit worked. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. But I really enjoyed that anime, honestly. I need um, I, I watched the first season. I, don't, I regret not watching the I'm rest not of it. like cuz like when I was like a uh, a young kid or I'm between like, you know, 12 to I'd say maybe 15, 16. Yeah. Um, you know, you tend to just make those things your whole personality. So I was like, oh, I'm going like, to, at least for me. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm like going to watch heaps of anime. And like, you know, I only liked things if it was anime. I was like, just a massive weep. I like Japanese things. It was very cringy. Yeah. Um, but I had heard about Lolita, but I didn't really know what it was properly. And then I kind of, I suppose over the years, as I started, started moving away from like weeby or stuff, um, you know, I just, I know, like I had a few friends who had gotten into it and like Japanese fashions and I slowly just kind of picked it up. And started like teaching myself about it because I was interested in wearing it because I just kind of heard about it. Yeah. And then yeah, slowly over time, I just started building up a wardrobe, and then I like got into it and joined my so what was local the community. More to it though. Um, just the fashion itself. I I enjoyed dressing up, and I thought you know I thought it was cute, and I liked how I looked and felt in it. Yeah. Um, I'd also recently at the time because I I've been pretty overweight for a lot of my teens and like my childhood and stuff. Um, and I had lost a lot of weight. And for the first time, I was actually, I think, enjoying, like, seeing clothes on myself. Like, I wasn't, I didn't hate looking at myself. And yeah, it was really right. fun, like, playing around with, like, myself as if I was, like, you know, like a little dress-up doll thing or something, yeah, you, you know? you got to wear like, the shit that you Yeah, and I, I started to really enjoy fashion um, instead, you know. And, like, like for instance, more recently, because I gained some weight back and I've been very stressed out and there's been a lot of life <laughs> just happening that's, i've that's just pretty much have gone back to, yeah pretty much just gone back to wearing jeans and stuff every day because i don't yeah really enjoy dressing up as much uh, i still do wear lolita sometimes though it's just a matter of finding time um but i was gonna say it takes the process itself because like this is the thing like a lot of people don't actually know what it is you know what yeah. i mean and for me like for me when i first looked into it my my thing was like Jesus Christ, man! Like the effort to put this shit together. Yeah, well, it depends on how much effort you want to put into it. This is like going back to when I was saying old school. Like old school styles are like much quicker to put on. They're more of a daily street fashion. Yeah. Whereas more recent Lolita, it's stuff that is like it's become more of like a a runway and like event style fashion and like high tees, but like big brand parties and things like that. There's been, there was a very big about. 2014 to 2017-ish, around there, there was, like, a huge, like, classic, like, over-the-OTT classic kind of... It was really popular Um, because it kind of goes in phases of what's in at the time or what's more popular. And at that time, it was classic all the way, but it was, like, you know, massive bonnets with feathers popping out of them, like, really big dresses that were a bit longer, had a lot of extra frills, like, just really over the top. Yeah. But, like, some of it was gorgeous, but you couldn't just, like, wear that down the street or you couldn't even wear that to some of the events and meetups because it was just so much. How big is the actual community in Melbourne? Um, I think there's, like, two, three hundred members at the moment, members. yeah, around there, but not everyone's. That? Not everyone is active I was at the same say, how time. How active though. is everyone though? Um, there's well, there's there's some meetups. Like I haven't been to a lot of meetups recently, but I'd say like I see some meetups happening, and there's like at least like a show of like you know fifteen to twenty people. Like, but there's different people each time. It's just when people can find the time. Because also, as you know, the fashion ages. And as people get older, more and more of the Lolitas who were really active a few years ago, who were like high school students, <clears throat> are now working. Yeah. And they yeah. don't have time to get out and dress up. Yeah. Um, 
What would a mate typically be? Um, well, so, well, like, I guess, you know, it's an excuse to just kind of dress up, but it's also, like, meeting people who are, like, like-minded, because, like, obviously you're not just meeting people up. Well, it's like, oh, we dress the same. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just a, 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 way to, a way to make friends and stuff. And, yeah. you know, generally, if you wear Lolita, you probably are into other things that are kind of similar. Like, a lot of us are into, like, you know, gaming and this and that. Um, but, you know, we'll probably meet up either we'll do like a picnic or something. Sometimes there's like movie meetups. Um, there's been karaoke meetups. Um, just, you know, uh, going to a restaurant or a cafe or yeah, doing like a high tea if you want to like, you know, dress all fancy or something. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Like it's a lot of people, I've seen a lot of documentaries or like people have tried to do the documentaries on Lolita and they make it out to be this really weird like almost culty kind of thing where everyone meets up at the and, and drinks tea in a specific way and they and they're you know like it's not like that at all it's just you know a lot of people think it's like some weird fetish thing so like they don't want to bring they don't even want to start trying to explain it to people because like why would you that was my f- next question yeah. was how often is it confused as some sort of fetish thing well there are people who are like you know, into fetishy stuff who are, like want to dress in very like ornate feminine things, Whatever, like yeah. you know sissies. Whatever and stuff. gets you or, off. Yeah. yeah, but there are people that do try to like come into the community who are like that, and they get booted almost instantly because the community has a lot of underage girls in it. Yeah, and like you know, there's definitely people who there's also people who aren't into fetishy stuff who just think it's a fetishy thing. Like I remember when I was 17, I was like, well, it was one of my first outfits, and I was wearing a blouse, like a, you know, like a cute, like kind of frilly blouse under a dress. So like my whole shoulders, my arms, everything was covered. My, my, my body was covered. The dress came a little bit past my knees. Um, yeah, yeah, it was quite, I was wearing tights as well. I had, you know, like I was fully covered. I had like bloomers on under that shit. So when you bend over, you can't see anything. Um, and I can't imagine playing much touch football in that outfit, but like I was walking to like an, uh, an event and I had this guy walk past me and he literally shouted at me. He's like, whore. And I was like, how? So he must have thought it was some sort of like, oh, like dress up like a little girl to be sexy to some creep or something. But that wasn't it at all. I was just wanting to look cute. Like, I just wanted to enjoy some clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, he thought that I was, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've had a, a few other friends who have had experiences like that. I was going to say, have you ever been targeted outside of that? Even just like on online or anything? Um... Oh, I, when I was, I had a blog and stuff when I was younger and I would post outfits. I had a few of my outfits, uh, shared to like, you know, like weird sissy domination blogs. Like, you know, those guys yeah, like- who get off on like a woman dressing them up like a girl to humiliate them. Yeah. And because like, you know, it's a very hyper feminine fashion and they're attracted to hyper feminine things. They try to infiltrate Lolita communities a lot. And we yeah. have like a group actually on Facebook called, it sounds like something a sissy would say. And it's pretty much, it's a tag group. And so, like, whenever, like, a creepy guy posts in a Lolita group and he was like, oh, hey, ladies, how much, how many petticoats do you wear? And you know he's just trying to get fap fodder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll just be like, it sounds like something a sissy would say. And, like, you know, and you, they end up getting, like, posted. And, yeah, yeah. You know. um, but, you know, there are, because it is something that a lot of people have been fighting for a long time. Because, like, you just, you just want to enjoy, like, these clothes. Like, yeah, maybe it's not that serious overall, but it's not nice to constantly be treated like you're some creepy fetishist just for enjoying clothes yeah you know it's the same with like goths like for like back in you know when it was like the the 90s and the earlier 2000s and stuff it's like oh if you wore goth you must be a satanist who kills cats like you know that kind of stuff so Dude, the, there's the a phrase, lot of fetishists the, who try the, to the, come the into the label goth has been so like um 
like watered down and yeah. changed to suit whatever the fuck it's, anyone wants. Goth is just like black clothes yeah, now. Yeah, to some people, <laughs> goth is like Satanism. To other people, goth is just like black clothes and that's all it is. Yeah. Like black nail polish. It's like, dude, all the medical cunts that came out. Remember all the emo heads in the yeah. early 2000s? Dude, they were like just like goths who wanted to be cool and urban at the same time. When metalcore first came out, it was like... Metalcore, when metalcore came out, it was like dudes that listened to goth shit in the fucking 90s and then started listening to Limp Bizkit and New Metal, then started listening to hip-hop at some point because that became big yeah. and wanted to combine everything so they could find their niche, okay? Goth has been the most watered-down shit. Dude, yeah. people thought I was a fucking goth because I had long hair past my shoulders, man, and I played in the metal <laughs> I, think, I think there's like a lot of guys who are into metal, and like the metal community gets confused with the goth community a lot. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Although you can be goth and like metal, but it's not necessarily goth music. Like that, right. There is a music style for goth. But I think that's a good way of explaining Lolita as well, actually, is that goth did originally come from a music type. Yeah. And that's, like, Lolita did too. It came yeah, from that, like the, yeah, too, yeah. Um, but you know, then they both just completely changed, and now Lolita's more about a fashion than music. And, and I think it's similar with goth. That, oh, it depends on the kind of goth. It's you interesting know. too, because like Lolita started by a Japanese musician who was a guy dressing as a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, it do you was. Know what I mean? But like, yeah, so because it was that like, was just artistic expression. It was just yeah, and like you know, if you Boy look George. at anyone seen Boy yeah, George? Yeah, pretty much because he was they were that artist like you know because um it was quite big because uh, the band was Malice Miser by the way. Yeah. Um, they were very popular like in like the late eighties and the nineties and you know early two thousands yeah. and stuff, and they were very like. Camp. They were very over the top. Their music was like inspired by like Rococo kind of stuff. Yeah. There's like, you know, they've got like a few instruments that, you know, you'd think you would hear in like a, uh, what's the word? Uh, like some sort of historical, like, thing <laughs> like some sort of historical play um but then mixed with like kind of like metal or like rock kind of yeah. j-rock kind of stuff yeah. I th- i'm terrible at explaining this i'm so sorry um and <laughs> it doesn't help that i'm just terrible at speaking um but yeah no uh so it kind of it came from that and then turned into a into a fashion and then now you've got yeah like as I said earlier classic gothic and sweet are the main subtypes okay and they tend to have they had different rises and falls and they kind of get popular again and less but now there's kind of another one that's popping up which I mean it's not a subtype but it is because it's been so long like the early early 2000s and late 90s were so long ago now yep. that people refer to a certain type of lolita as old school so you could wear like old school sweet lolita or modern sweet lolita or you know if, if that makes sense um you're, you're talking about genres and yeah subtypes pretty much it. yeah to you it's like crystal clear it to makes me, sense it's just like but it, petticoats to, to a normal per- yeah. yeah but the best way i can i'll describe it is so like gothic lolita is all that's self-explanatory yeah. it's it's you know you've got Blah. like your poofy kind of dress <laughs> or whatever but like you, you they all have the same shape basically yeah. but like for instance with gothic it you know you're, you're wearing more you're pulling inspiration from darker things you're wearing a lot of black a lot of my gothic pieces have like i mostly wear gothic um, but most of my pieces have like churches on them and like you know <laughs> different like um different like just like gothic imagery um yeah. on them um and you know you pull from a very like romantic goth kind of style okay. yeah um and then classic lolita is probably the one that normal people <laughs> um <laughs> tend to be less the least offended by or the least un- like what's that because it tends to it looks like it could just be like a really nice kind of like vintage like neo 40s style or it depends on the type that you're wearing really yeah or just like a really nice kind of like historical outfit or something um it tends to be a bit more toned down there's a lot of ivories and browns you could do something inspired by like vintage or you could do like a nice mauve 
<laughs> no, actually, yeah, no, that's a color. Um, but you know, if you have anyone's listening, you can search these up. But um, yeah, classic Lolita is well, it, you know, it comes from like classical, like it's supposed to be a bit more elegant. Um, but it's not necessarily dark colors and stuff like that. And um, and then Sweet Lolita um, is well, Sweet Lolita. It's, it's usually there's a lot of bright pinks. pinks. There's a oh, lot I'm of pink. yeah, pink. Uh, there's a lot of bows. There's a lot. That's the one that gets confused for fetish stuff the most. I was gonna say, um, like you've, I mean, you've explained to me basically your draw to the whole thing. Yeah. Right. I mean, you like the fashion. You like the dressing up. You like the. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming you like the makeup side of it. Yeah. Well, obviously, uh, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Right. Is there anyone? Like I know one of the things, one of the one of the analysts, like when when, when people try to analyze what Lolita is, they look at it from a point of escaping adulthood into childhood. Mm, and it, yeah, and there's like a, a few people are like, oh, escapism. That's what I was going to say. How it's many, not escape. Like some how, people yeah, would like, be like that. That's what I'm saying. Like say, how many of you like say, how many of your friends are Lolitas? Like say, how many of my friends phone? are Lolitas? Like on my Facebook or like just no, no, in like, real say, life? Your phone, your phone of say the you know twenty people that you speak to or whatever. Do you um, have many friends? Do you have many close friends that are Lolitas? Everyone who I'm like close friends with are Lolitas. Okay, yeah. but it's of, more just because I met them through the community and they're exactly. the people I talk with the most. Out of my any partner, of them, I met him through. Yeah, yeah. Out of any of them, does anyone look at it as a form of escapism? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay, so it's just. I mean, it, I think it depends on like what you what you would define escapism as as well. Escapism because, like, as in to avoid um, back in childhood. Avoid oh, childhood, yeah. not escapism as into like you're filling the outfit and like you're all just sort of participating in a group. Oh, so a group would, you, would you say like oh do you mean like age regression, like feeling like young and whatever again? Even that, or, yeah. Um, none. Okay, so cool. like we all just enjoy like so, like I have a friend who wears like a lot of sweet. I wear gothic. Um, we just get along because we have a lot of the same interests. We get each other. Yeah. But our friendship isn't based around Lolita at all. We barely wear it together. Oh, oh, no, no, that's know. not what I'm saying. But I'm no, saying but like out of she's individuals not. That you know in the community. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because that's because someone said like, it to me once. Like, well, so what are they doing? Pretend to be kids or some shit? Like, no, it's no, nothing to do that's with the thing. That. It has nothing to do with that's that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm there's to break no escapism. That, that myth. No, I mean, yeah, the people who do do that kind of stuff usually, if they're coming into the community, like, like hello, I like a sweet Lolita, and they're like trying to be like some kid or something, and they're acting like a freaking weirdo. We're just like, all right, bye. Yeah, like you're not. Like, usually, what'll happen is they'll either we won't want to be like terrible to them so we won't boot them um but we'll usually just like avoid them and then they end up kind of fading out on their own when they realize people are like kind of uncomfortable by them (laughs) um but yeah no we don't no one's really doing that kind of stuff if you do do that kind of stuff you'll probably just be like shamed (laughs) you're in a different subset of people man nothing to do with Lolita it's something else altogether go go sign up for Fat Life or some shit go to a special club (laughs) where there's a lock on the door like mm, pedo lights that's that's what I'm saying because I've had to break that down like I'm not an expert man that's why I've got you here but that's a lot of people think it is that especially like I can see from an outside point if you've never you know experienced it you might think that but um, I've actually said to a few people they're like oh like what are kind of your hobbies and i've been like oh i'm into lolita and they've kind of been like oh isn't that like a japanese like thing and i'm like what the f- you do that voice really like, well what you, like what is that <laughs> <laughs> sorry 
<laughs> so I'm trying to be like my best kind of like I don't know like not Karen maybe like a, a Sandra or like a I don't know which is like like isn't that like you it's know a like a sex thing yeah like it's, it's a very like or like yeah it's very Taylor or Amber like all right Amber Taylor shut the fuck up um, but yeah and like you're like no that's not like yeah but I watched a documentary where girls were kind of like dressed up like that and like you know they were all like being taken advantage of sexually I'm like mm, I don't know what the fuck you're watching. <laughs> I mean, don't tell me about your, like, Pornhub searches, man. I can't, dude. Like- I can't. Because you do the voice so well. I can't. Like, I actually can't. That's fucking weird, man. It's like chills. <laughs> you, to, like- you add kind of just, like, a moany drawl to everything you say, and you kind of have to be really breathy. You're just like... <laughs> you, have to, you have to breathe outwards while you're speaking. Like, I, like... Mouth don't breathers. understand what you're saying right now, and it's making me uncomfortable. Sorry. <laughs> that is but, a skill. But yeah, that is a fucking like, skill, my friend. <laughs> um, but yeah, like they they kind of just ask you this dumb shit, and you're just like, well, no, it's not. And then the thing is, they. But what I find strange is a lot of people will argue with you about the thing that you're wearing and know about. So, like, no, but it's, like, definitely a sex thing for some people, you know. I'm so like, well, not, but maybe. I mean, everything's a sex thing for some people. You buy a banana. I'm like Greek, that. Right? <laughs> Dude, I'm Greek. My, fam- my parents were born overseas. People will argue with me over Greece. Yeah. And Greek way of life. But, like, I've had people go, like, how could you wear it, though, if you know that some people do it as a sex thing? I'm like, well, how could you give your kids a banana when you know that some people shove it up their ass? Like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Straight to the fucking money shot. Not even saying. But you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, everything is a fucking sex thing. Like, it is, like, friggin' My yeah. Little Pony porn out there and my shit. My mate used to say, every se- <laughs> my mate's a dickhead. We're, we're walking along, this like, ten years ago. Again, yeah, selective memory. Like, this is what I'm remembering. Ten years yeah. ago, walking along Elwood Beach, middle of summer, and we were talking about, like, random shit. And he's like, man, every scene can get turned into a porno. Yeah. Like, really? We looked up, and we went, there was an ice cream truck. Do you want to get an ice cream? We just looked at each other, looked up, and there's a girl serving. Go, yeah, every scene can get turned into a porno. Yeah. Buying an ice cream. Literally everything. Yeah. But that's the thing is like so some there are always going to be people who try to take something that was born not sexual at all yeah. and make it sexual. But I mean, there's heaps of like for instance, there's heaps of porn out there would be like goth babe, you know, shows off how I don't know, her body or some shit like that, <laughs> you know. But like, but the thing is a bit. You're oh, working out pornography is terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm you know I'm not like a, a porn entrepreneur like, entre- connoisseur. Is that like- um, but you know what I mean. Like, there's okay. always going to be people who sexualize anything, Dude, but it doesn't often, mean that I'm it is sexual inherently. Now, right? I mean, Lolita fashion originated in Japan, right? Yeah. And people criticize Japanese culture, especially because of the, the views on sexuality and, like, that whole sort of subject, yeah. right? At the same time, Japan, in Japan, tattoos are generally associated with gangsters. Yeah, and, like Yakuza. And, yeah. yeah. Yakuza and, like, literally people in organized crime. Yeah. But bogans here are covered in fucking tats. Would yeah. that make them by definition... All fucking gangsters? No, exactly. Um, but also, like Case for instance, um, you know, it was born originally. Uh, well, some people like it depends on like most people will kind of agree with this that like when it kind of first was started being more worn by like younger girls away from the goth thing. Like when yeah. other brands started opening, it was becoming more popular on the streets, and there was like the cuter versions. That a lot of these women were dressing up because like guys would be like, "Oh, that's like not sexy. That's cute. Like I, that's too cutesy. Like I don't want to give you attention." And a lot of girls would kind of wear it to avoid 
get like you know, to, yeah. to avoid sexual attention. Yeah. And because they didn't want to dress for like somebody else, they just wanted to dress for themselves. And it was basically just uh, reclaiming your own yourself I yeah, suppose. No, you're taking control yeah. back of yourself. and wearing like not wearing what society expects you to and you know japan japan has always had a lot of stuff like that you Dude, know harajuku girls harajuku fashion is insane i mean if, if you look at their their lives though and their climate where people are like freaking working so hard that they sleep on the streets like <laughs> random they have naps it makes sense yeah you know it you makes been to japan I have not been to Japan, no. Okay. Um, I've had a lot of... Like, my partner's been to Chan- Japan. I've had a lot of friends who have, but I have not made it out there yet. How come? Money, man. <laughs> like, ah, I was... I was When I was a massive weeb, I was learning a lot of Japanese. Um, I retained some of it, but I lost most of it, which sucks. I can still read it enough to buy things online, though, which is good. Really? Um, <laughs> That's really all you want. Yeah, like, you know, I can say a few random select Some things. to sketchy site. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that's, that's you know... It's, uh, but I... I um, at least with like where Lolita comes from, like you know, I, I definitely know a lot about like the the culture in that respect. I was going to say, how do you there. keep up with like what's new in Lolita fashion? Just like literally um, social media and online, social or? media and stuff like that. But like for instance, like I'm not as heavily involved in the community as I used to be. Yeah. Like because you don't have to be in. A, there's a lot of people who like you don't have to join a club for the clothes you wear, <laughs> you know. And um, I originally joined it because it was something that was new to me and I wanted to like immerse myself in it and make friends who were interested in it. But then as I've aged, I've made those friends. You know what I mean? And like most of the people who come into the fashion now are like 16, 17. You know, I'm not really in the business of making the way you felt. I'm not really in the business of making friends with a lot of teenagers. (laughs) You know, so, um, I, I'm not as heavily involved in the communities I used to be. Uh, I was out of it for a while. Almost, like, I still had all my clothes, but I just wasn't paying attention to it at all. And I've kind of recently been paying more attention again. Um, but, yeah, but yeah like, you just like got anything, man. Facebook groups when and I, stuff like that. When I was 19, 20, I was in like metal bands and shit like that. Yeah. yeah and I was doing audio engineering. So, man, I was out at like uh, all the goth metal joints in yeah. the city, you know, it, whatever, whether it was Bang or whether it was uh, Red Moon or whatever the fuck it was, I was there, man. I'd see the same people, I'd know yeah. the crowds, know the DJ, know this, know that. Man, I'm 35. I haven't done that shit for years. Why? Yeah. I still love music. I still play guitar. But, but just, you're not just not that into it. Yeah, yeah. I just can't. Uh, you have the energy. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, so um, I still keep up to date with a lot of things that are happening, like releases and things like that from brands. Um, you can join like groups like specifically for that. That yeah. are just like, just you know, J fashion brands. And, and Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm in a few groups for like outfits. Like, so people just like post like, like um, daily, like, Outfit shots. Yeah. You know, be like, this is what I wore today. Like, you're kind of like a, a lookbook thing, but in like a group. Do you have many friends that sort of do it, f- like, get dressed up frequently? Like, as in. Um, there are some people who. I actually have a friend. Um, I won't say her name just because I don't know if she wants yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, she uh, actually wears it daily. Really? Yeah. Um, well, she has other things, no, but, but it's her main it's style. Her main thing, yeah. So, like, unless it's, like, inappropriate to wear. Like, if you, she needs to wear gym clothes to somewhere, she's not going to wear Lolita. She'll wear gym clothes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but her, she go on the treadmill in the petticoat. Yeah. Just- but, like, her daily style, for the most part, is Lolita. Yeah. Um, and it's just because those are the clothes that she likes. The same way there are some women who wear vintage or, like, pin-up almost exclusively. Yeah. Um, and, like, for me, I used to wear it quite a bit. At least, like, a few days a week, like, just as normal clothes. But as I said, like, I've kind of... I'm not enjoying fashion overall as much lately, so I haven't been wearing it as much. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, just time. Um, um, but... Yeah, like, there are people who do wear it daily, and then there are some people that just like to wear it as an occasional thing. Okay. Now, I want to ask you, (laughs) don't get angry at me. No, go for it. The difference between Lolita and Lolita cosplay. 
Well, as I said earlier, um, Lolita cosplay. Well, it doesn't really. It's not a cosplay, so it doesn't exist. Most people don't know what cosplay but, is. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that. well, oh, this is oh, weird. I forget no, no, that because, because most normal. I'll tell like, you why. Because I, I had a group of friends, like say ten years ago, right? Yeah. My core group of friends. We were all really into like getting dressed up and making effort for like birthday parties. Anytime there was like a birthday or some shit, Halloween, we all made an effort to go fucking over the top with our outfits, right? We'd buy, we'd make, we'd sew, we'd do all that shit because we found it as a fucking laugh. We're all pop culture junkies, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's cosplay. Loved our movies, we loved all that shit, yeah? But in that group, there was probably only one or two people that still go to like comic cons and shit like that and will actively make an effort to like get dressed up. Yeah. At the most, because they were when they had kids, they became adults, they didn't have time. Well, like I'm, I've been interested in cosplay as well. Yeah. Um, but like as a completely separate. That's hobby. what I'm saying. Most yeah. people don't know what cosplay is. I'm not into cosplay. Yeah. Right. Well, the best way to describe Lolita is separate from cosplay or Lolita cosplay is if you, you could technically do a Lolita cosplay if you were cosplaying a character, but in like a Lolita version. Yeah. If that makes sense. But um, Lolita, like when you're wearing Lolita, you're not dressing up as anybody. And like no. for anyone who doesn't know what cosplay is, you're dressing up as characters from shows or games or books or movies that you love. And so you're not being somebody else when you wear Lolita. You're yourself. You're just in like a, you know, you're, yeah. you're not cosplaying. You wearing- like if you wear a wedding dress, you're not cosplaying a bride. You're a fucking bride. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a fucking bride. Like what you're, you're wearing. <laughs> if you get married, you're not cosplaying a bride on the day. <laughs> You're getting married. <laughs> wow, I love on the way to a Wow, wedding. I love your bride cosplay. Yeah, like, I love your bride cosplay. No, I'm getting married. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you know, like I don't think it's very accurate though. <laughs> but yeah, no, like th- that's a good way. Of, that's probably the best way of, I've probably described it. Are you in a cosplay, like generally? Um, I have cosplayed a little bit. Yeah? I'm not like hugely into it. Um, especially like I mean, I'm not super comfortable in it at the moment. What were, well, what were your um, favorite sort of themes, like characters? Themes? I did a. Uh, zero suit Samus at one point that was fun when I had blonde hair and stuff so I bought like the full the full suit okay so you, you know who that is obviously. no and, oh um, so <laughs> obviously like oh, do you you well, can well, be like search, kind of- search zero suit Samus there so you can see a picture okay um, but uh, so Samus is like she's from Metroid uh, it's a Nintendo game I know what Metroid is. Yeah, and so she's, you know, like, in her normal suit, she in her full, like, body armor thing, but then her, yeah. the, she's got her zero suit, which is what she wears underneath, and that's, like, the, yeah. Which is what, that? Yeah, it's that. Okay, so it's just, like, a body, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, so I... I, I, follow I had, like, a, a body online. suit and stuff like that. Um, I've done... Uh, been such a long time since I've like really cosplayed. Um, Following any uh, cosplays online? I've done a few Star Trek cosplays and stuff. Like I did, Bever- really? I did Beverly Crusher because I've got red hair. I've got to. Okay. Um, but like with my makeup stuff, I ended up like contouring my face to look like her. It was kind of weird. Like I looked like her, but I, I did. You any photos of this? Um, oh, on my phone. Okay, relax. You don't have to pull yeah. them now. Just send them to me later. Yeah, I will. <laughs> but like, yeah, I've done a few different ones. Um, just like general kind of Star Trek ones. Like I, I just I've got like some um proper like I've got really some nice like widow yeah. Got some, like, I don't know anyone that's like under the age of forty that is a Trekkie. Oh, I don't. Is it weird? Is that like I thought there was I, a lot of people I, my honestly, age who like Star Trek. The last, there was my entire life. I remember one kid that was in a Trek. It was a Trekkie, and we gave him shit like relentlessly. And oh. that's just because someone clued in on it. 
and it was just like something to give him shit about. Like, I don't know. It's just a show it, that I enjoy. Like, I'm not like, oh my god, everyone, I love Star Trek. I need to talk to you about how how cool I am for liking Star Trek. Um, <laughs> Relax, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm a very, I'm like a very animated like your person. Shoulders are coming. No, no, forward. I'm a very animated. <laughs> you probably notice I'm a very animated person. Yeah, you are, but yeah, just uh, I'm not actually like on it. Like, I'm just like, oh, I'm just. Like, <laughs> I know, but yeah. Sure, man. If you don't have your hands in your pockets, feel like you're just gonna be slamming your fist down. <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, but I, um, yeah, like I wear. Uh, Sorry, where was I? You know, like I've worn some Star Trek cosplays and stuff, but you know, like I like Star Trek. It's all right. You know what I love? I love the fact that when I asked you to do the podcast, you said to me that um, you didn't know you, you didn't know how you'd go because you you know you you thought you'd just clam up and blah blah blah. Yeah, I'm but, all right. I'm chill. But, but I'm but, vibing. But I remember I said something about gaming. And I can't remember what it was. I might have just mentioned that I was playing a game or something. I can't remember how that conversation started. And then you clued We were in going on against, like, PC versus and then console. All I, yeah, you said something. Filthy I said, oh. console <laughs> all scrub. I said, <laughs> all I said was, oh, dude, I didn't know you were a gamer. Like, what do you want? Like, console? Like, I said, PS, okay, you PS4 or Xbox? And you're like, oh, no, nah, PC. I don't ever jump on the console. I'm like, nah, man, why? The only console dude, I use is the Nintendo Switch for Animal Crossing. <laughs> Dude, oh, I got to ask you about that too. But uh, all I remember was that in the in the build up to that conversation while we were chatting, like your texts were just coming back and forth, like normal. And yeah. You, I still remember you were texting me. You went like it wasn't like an Instagram messenger or anything. It was actually yeah, we phone texting, to phone text, right? Which is rare. This is what I, yeah, I don't check my texts. Yeah, and you got credit. That was the other thing. You yeah, said you, I know. What year this is, is this? what I remember. It was going back and forth, and it was just like, oh yeah, cool, blah blah blah, yeah yeah. And I said console game PC. I went, come on, man. Dude, there was like a 10-minute to 15-minute gap. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I remember just like doing shit around the house. I'm like, have I missed a message or something? And then, bang, man, in about 10 <laughs> minutes, you literally had just posted a like fucking, a fucking Bible, man. A 600-word essay on why you are wrong. <laughs> no. no, that's something I do point have cause I, because I... point. Because I have like attention deficit disorder and it is unmedicated, I tend to hyperfocus or get very serious about certain things sometimes. I- and I do, like, if if you say like, if you tell me, like, hey, I want some points, if you, or you, I think you did, you didn't say, like, I want, why is it? But you were, like, kind of arguing with me a little I bit. Think you I, were, I think you were joking around. I might have just said, oh, come on, like, why? Like, yeah, and I was like, well, here's this, this, do. and this. And I remember copying and pasting that conversation. Yeah, and you said it to your friends. Straight into the WhatsApp group of the two boys that do the gamer podcast on this. And I'm like, guys, yeah, and, and one of them was like, I don't know who the fuck wrote that, but I will fucking marry him. Like, I, that's what, what <laughs> yeah. they said. The thing is, like, what thing, uh, verbally, the thing that I was concerned about is I, I do have problems recalling, like, in, like, you know, info. Whereas, like, <laughs> when I can type it out, I, it's, it's, like, it, it's much easier to get from brain to yeah. out of, out of head. Um, so I can give you a million points when I type things out, and I can be very, like, I can write things very eloquently if I choose to, and yeah. I can, you know, but then in real life when I speak, I'm just like, well, PC is better, <laughs> PC better than PS4 because PC have the RAM. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I can't. I can't words, probably, you know. If you ask me to give you points to, like, back up, like, you know, my beliefs in certain things, I can struggle to do that. But if you ask me to text that shit to you... Boom, 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 boom. Like yeah, a stenographer, just... man. Dude, it was fucked. I still were looking back and it's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> like, the, hey, I was, from that point on, I'm like, all right, we're dealing with a professional here. Like, seriously. I'm not, like, a hardcore gamer or anything, but, like, I do enjoy games from time to time. I'm... 
it's not like my personality. And I remember, or yeah, because I remember I said, I said to you, I said to you, what are you actually playing right now? And you said that you had set up almost like a server with um, your partner in your. I'm still, I'm still playing a lot of that. Yeah. And yeah. Said, no, yeah. I'm playing Conan Exiles. What the hell's that? So it's like a an online kind of like MMO, um, and it's like a survival sandbox. Okay. But you know, like you know Conan, you know who Conan the Barbarian is. Yeah. Who yeah. Conan is. So obviously, I was going to say you're not <laughs> you're not like twelve. Like well, it by yeah. the comic books that I have the the, the cartoons that are out. Yeah. So <laughs> it's that's what it is. Like yeah. it's, it's so it's it's a, a game set in that world, and you have to like survive. And like you start off literally just like picking up sticks and stuff and making like Throwing little, little huts. So you're trying to make a hut, and it's so it's brutal. Is it like, one It's, kill it's one a one very hour? brutal survival. It depends on like the the rules for the server or whatever. Okay. Um, but it's quite a brutal startup, and it takes you a while to get established, and then slowly over time you're building fucking castles. Yeah. And it's just really fun, because you've got, like, a massive world, and you can do whatever the hell you want. And, cool. you know, you can take slaves, which is great. <laughs> you know, I got, I got like, a, a, a wheel of thralls, and they're just like, you know, like, oh, help me, you know? And you get them to do shit for you, and, like, you know... It's really amazing, man, because, like, I used to- Help you make armor and... <laughs> I used to be big on that sort of <laughs> shit because it was escapism. Like, yeah. That was a point of escapism. You yeah. know what I mean? And, like, I remember when The Sims first came out, man, I was fucking all over it. You were a kid when The Sims came out. I was fucking... Yeah. I was a teenager. And I remember harvesting, like, fuck, dude, for hours on end, for weeks when the first... It was, like, reality TV... Sam, it was just brutal. It was like reality TV yeah. on PC. You know what I mean? I remember getting uh, my first copy of The Sims on GameCube, funnily oh enough. God. Why the GameCube? I don't know. But, <laughs> um... GameCube? No, I never went near it. I don't think I've ever touched a GameCube. Well, I, I originally, when I was a kid, I asked my mum for a PlayStation. Of course uh, A PlayStation 2, I think. Okay. PlayStation 2? Yeah. And uh, they were sold out. And so she got me a GameCube. <sighs> um, and, you know, I don't... I'm not unhappy with that, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's given me some good... Tra- like, I played, you know... Um, like, I, I originally grew up on, like, Nintendo games and stuff, which would be considered quite casual to some. But, like, I play, you know, I, I really enjoyed, like, uh, Legend of Zelda, like, uh, Wind Waker and stuff. That gave me a massive love for the Legend of Zelda franchise and stuff. See, I never played Zelda. <laughs> Wind Waker was beautiful. I, I loved that game. I hated Zelda. It just wasn't for me. I've never yeah. liked that game. That's fair. I've never it's, liked adventure games. I can, never liked it's kind of adventure yeah. mixed with, like, kind of uh, role play role mixed playing, with yeah. um, RPGs and puzzle. Like, yeah, I know, it's it's I, very I hate, puzzle. Like, but I, I, I really love the music, the world. Like, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's a nice game game um again it's like it's a fun time it's fan- it, yeah it's fantasy yeah and it's like look at this way, man like mid-earth right yeah this is what pissed me off with mid-earth right when when you explain what mid-earth is like middle earth what do you think of when you think of middle earth middle earth yeah the first thing i think of is lord of the rings like okay <laughs> this is what shits me what? all right when i was a kid when i was a early teen okay so let's say 13 14 right yeah i was playing magic candle 2 Right at my neighbor's house. Yeah, I used to fucking love that game, man. You like you, you orchestrate a team. It was like in the, like what you just said, like you like uh, like the Conan sort of game, right? Yeah, like you can you orchestrate a team of people and you start roaming around the fucking yeah. hillside, start like just developing skills, getting into battles, turn based shit. Yeah, in Middle Earth, right? You had a map, you had all that sort of crap, right? I yeah. used to love that. I used to love War, uh, Warcraft too. Right, loved it. Right, yeah. I love the concept of Middle Earth. I used to read a lot of novels based in Middle Earth when I was a kid. Yeah. Now you try and explain what Middle Earth is to people, and they say Harry Potter. What? Yeah, and Who's, then you. Who is saying that? Yeah, whoever you when, are. When when people started, I will find. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <I> will. <laughs> 
<laughs> unique set of skills. <laughs> Dude, Oof. I stopped. Liking, I stopped liking Middle Earth when people started thinking it was Lord of the Rings and Middle Potter uh, and Harry Potter. Insert Roblox death noise here. <laughs> oh, okay. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Because it's like no, like the middle. Earth- say, I don't hate Harry Potter. I'm not going to say that I hate it. I did grow no. up. Like, I grew up with it. I have a a little bit of a, a fond kind of spot for it because I did grow watch it as a kid. Um, but I do feel like it's replaced, like, that's, like, what fantasy that's is to some I, people. That's what I'm like, saying, Like, my, my partner hates it just because he, he comes from, like, you know, playing Dungeons and Dragons and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And, like, he loves a lot of, like, you know, um, kind of, like, 80s fantasy and, like, a lot of campy stuff as well. And he Dude, doesn't see Harry, he enjoyed the Harry Potter movies when I watched them with yeah. him. He was like, they're okay movies, yeah. but it doesn't feel like real magic to me, kind of thing. Like, <laughs> he was like, that doesn't make sense. Like, why are they using wands and then saying this shit? And like, rather than, Dude, <laughs> he just I love, hated it. I fucking love Iron Maiden. I love Power Man. Yeah. I love music steeped in Middle Earth and fantasy and all oh, that sort of yeah. shit. Yeah. Love yeah. it. And, and that's the thing. He Harry loves Ra- Rhapsody. <laughs> Rhapsody. I saw Rhapsody recently. Really? Yeah. They came to Australia. Man, my Iron Maiden ticket got postponed or cancelled because of the fucking coronavirus. I saw Iron Maiden in 2008 live. It was one of the best things ever. Wow. Now I miss out. Nevertheless, my point is... (laughs) My fucking point is, is that Middle Earth as a concept is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Fucking like knights and fucking gremlins and like women yeah. with big tits and jugs of fucking ale yeah. and inns. Yeah, I, grew, I, mean? I grew up with that stuff. My mum lives for that shit. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. awesome. But then they water it fucking down and make it malleable and, and palatable, uh, palatable palatable to for, for mainstream media. Yeah. And it's like, this is not what Middle Earth was meant to be. I picture Conan the Barbarian fucking slicing people up. Yeah. That... That's what I'm saying. I had no interest in seeing the Conan movie when it came out. Yeah. Just because I thought, fuck that, they're going to wh- whitewash the whole thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's my problem. But it's hard to explain, man. Like, yeah, I know, I know, I know where you're coming from. <laughs> well, how much of this podcast is Lolita? Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Crop it up, rename the title. <laughs> I look, we're probably at a 40, 60 right I talk right now. with my neighbor about random things. <laughs> Come listen to me talk with my neighbor about random things. Do, do, do. That's a theme song. It's neighbor talking time. <laughs> do, 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 do. Now you're just trying to do, not do the Mario thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't notice that. <laughs> it is neighbor talking time. <laughs> All right, I'm going to cut that and put it to the front. That'll be your introduction. Dimitri talks with his neighbor. What's with this fake Russian accent, too? We're talking is, this, Earth. is this Russian? Are you hearing this is Russian right now? It's sort of weird Russian, but not. This is not a Russian accent, man. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that is now. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what it is. It's, I'm feeling like it's a little now, bit of like you're a... Now going to Jersey. Yeah, it's like, kind of like a... Maybe like a... <laughs> now you're going to Jersey. Man. Hello, sweetheart. <laughs> See, now you're just doing like a Marge Bouvier fucking accent. Yeah, it's kind of like a, is, a Jewish New Yorker grandmother. That's the thing, man. Like, people don't realize that Marge has got a Jersey accent. Kind of, But yeah. she lives in Springfield. Maybe she moved. But they didn't. Oh, wait, no, they didn't. Yeah, no, they talk about... Do you understand what I'm saying? It's all these little hidden things. Well, maybe it's like me. Like, I grew up here. I never left, but I've got a bit of an American accent. You know? Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's it's that. (laughs) Why are you attacking me, man? Am I attacking you? Yeah, I'm just saying. Are you feeling attacked right now? (laughs) Really? I'm sorry. 
I'm not attacking you. I'm, I'm chill. I'm just I'm saying. vibing. I'm just fucking saying. How did you manage to morph a Middle Earth accent to a Russian accent to a Jersey Brooklyn accent? I have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I talk with my neighbor about fashion and then some cosplay and then like Middle Earth and cause. Cause. <laughs> and, um,. Yeah, hard drugs. Hard drugs? Yeah, that's that's next, right? <laughs> Anyone from Jersey talks about hard drugs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Dude, I, I, it's really fucked up. Like, people... <laughs> I never realized that me doing voices was actually a thing. Same. Like, up I until... I didn't, didn't know that was a thing. I, the first like, time I ever remembered it, or the first time I actually recognized it was because I used to work out... In like in the, in the field, setting up um, marquees and shit, and I work with a lot of backpackers, and constantly like the turnover stuff was like crazy. And we'd be doing these brain dead jobs, li- like really rigorous and fucking yeah. just labor intensive, yeah. And in order to keep spirits up, I just stuck on nuts at yeah. some point and just start switching fucking names up, like names. Like I'd stuck on from, you know, a, a Vietnamese baker to like a a, <laughs> yeah. a, a, a an accountant from New Jersey. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And my name's Sal. I'm bored, I'm fat, I live with my mother. You know what I mean? Like, it always just keeps yeah. mixing up every fucking day. And then I remember someone saying, man, like, you're actually really good with that shit. I'm like, with what? I get that a lot as well. I've been I've been doing voices since I was, like, I, ever since I can remember. It's I really used to do them in school, and it, people used to think it was really, like, funny and cool or the whatever. The thing is, is, like, everyone's like, you're in the wrong industry, you should be making money off it. I'm like, well, okay. Well, you don't have to make money off of everything that you no, enjoy. No, but, but, yeah, no. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, cool. Who do you know that does voiceovers in Australia, like when you watch a TV ad or something? Yeah. So it's the same dude on Channel 9. It's the same <laughs> fucking guy. You really got that, oh, yeah. I can't even do that. It's the same I, guy. Sometimes I wish there was a way I could switch, like just like a little switch where I could flip my voice to male, if that makes sense. Because so I, I feel like there's a lot of voices I'd be able to do if I had like the male voice, and I just can't do them, and I'm so jealous of it. Practice. Yeah, but like I, I can't get my voice down that deep. You'd be surprised, though. Like my, my voice, when I was at... Man, one reason why my voice got to like the way it is, outside of drinking yeah. a lot of scotch, was the fact that people used to make fun of me because when I get animated, my voice goes up and up. Uh, up, you know? yeah. And like uh, people would fucking like make fun of me. I like, used to get a lot of point. stuff for having a really high pitched voice. Yeah. I feel like it's it's it, it, there's a, I don't know what if my voice is high pitched. I think it's so a reasonably deep female man, voice. Like I can tell you who my favorite voice actors are, like straight off the bat. Yeah, like Dan Castellaneta yeah. from The Simpsons, Hank Azaria, Don LaFontaine, who's the original movie voice. Mark guy. Hamill is excellent. Who? Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's you just so bit Joker. That's it. Yeah, no, but not even just for the Joker. Like, he's done so much stuff. He has. But but he's just he's just fun to listen to. He's just Joker, though. Like, you just picture him cackling and that's yeah. that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, with me, <laughs> it's weird, man, because, like, I always, when I was a kid, I always thought I was going to sound like a kid for the rest of my life. Yeah. Because I was always, like, the skinny kid. I didn't put weight on until I was, like, 24. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? I was always that skinny kid, and I thought, fuck, man, how's anyone ever going to take me seriously? Yeah. And then... When I I loved Don LaFontaine, who did, was the original movie voice guy, but I didn't bother attempting how to do his voice until I started hearing Pablo Francisco do Pablo, uh, Don LaFontaine's voice. Pablo Francisco is the, the comedian that does the movie voice. You know what I mean? So I spent, back in like 2005 and six, my mate got me onto the guy's comedy. He's like, dude, you're going to fucking love this guy. Check him out. And then I was obsessed. So I started trying to imitate that shit. And like all I did for like... Fucking two years, we just walk around when I'm by myself working, just going, you know, one man, one solution. <laughs> <laughs> the, and then, like, 
you know, I'd watch the credits and shit of like a movie and just start naming all the names. You know what I mean? And it was just, um, I've just oh. always liked emulating random voices that I hear. Oh, what, what's his fucking name? Ron Howard. <laughs> 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 yeah. And then eventually my voice just started giving way, like practice. Yeah. You know what I mean? It depends how much you actually love doing that shit. Yeah. Though. Like for me, it's never been something that I've been constantly practicing. I've just always enjoyed putting on different characters and stuff. Yeah. Like I've just always been, I suppose I was described as quite a, like an animated person. Okay, like let me ask you a question now. This is branching off, right? And, yeah. So I'm really sorry. Okay, so you're in a fashion, like Lolita fashion. You're in a gaming, you like fantasy sort of shit. You love doing this stuff. Can you tell I was bullied? Hey, me and you both, man. Me and you fucking both. I find, no, I just, you tend to find niche, ho- like, niche hobbies and things where you feel more accepted because of that, I think. Dude, half the time, I'm, like, man, I, I used to be doing conversations with myself, man, because you you lose yourself in a fantasy because you get bullied. But it's not even just, like, oh, like, trying to escape being bullied and stuff. It's also just, like, no. you tend to reject, like, you get bullied by these people who are into certain things. And, like, you're quite immature, so you reject everything that they like. Yeah. And so you go the opposite if way. If I'm not normal, then and, I'm But I think be... I also, my mum was just, like, massively into, like, my mum's a massive metalhead. She's into, like, you know, um, she, she loves Tolkien and stuff. Like, she loves, like, you know, Nightwish. fantasy. You know, she, but she's, she's always been into like that kind of stuff and yeah. so it rubbed off on me from like a really young age i've always kind of been into that kind of kind of stuff just because of my mom yeah and so it wasn't I, that's probably why i was bullied because my mom's fault you know screw, <laughs> screw you mom, You're uh, your mom. yeah i'm blaming no i'm joking i'm obviously joking <laughs> it's not my mom's fault because your mom like talking like you were bullied. yeah, yeah no, but enough. like i was or, i was default into those things like yeah. you know um and then i just grew up with a lot of it you know yeah. so I get it. I'm just saying, you didn't let me make my point. Sorry. <laughs> what was your point? You're clearly creative. Yeah. Okay. I did makeup. That was another creative thing. There you go. <laughs> That's another creative thing. All these things, though, like, as in makeup puts you behind a camera. You ever gone in front of a camera? Outside of, outside of say, your outfits. Um, I did, well, not necessarily, uh, like, in front of a camera, but I did in do, the crowd, I did, I did theater. Did you? I was a theater kid, yeah. I thought that was obvious. Oh, no. Um, it's pretty not obvious. terrible. That's, that's the point. It's <laughs> no. not obvious. Um, I, you okay. know, I was a theater kid. Like, I was, I've always, like, enjoyed putting on shows and, um, characters and, you know, uh, entertainment, <laughs> I suppose. And just anything that's creative. Okay. No, just, like, I'm, I do a lot of, like, um, I don't post them, I don't really post them to my Instagram and stuff. I do a lot of art as well. I do a lot of drawing. I think I've seen a couple of your pictures on Instagram. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think I've seen a few things pop up. Yeah. Well, I do a bit, I do like a, a little bit of everything, I guess. Just whatever I'm hyper-focusing on at the time. <laughs> That's the thing is, like, I can't really have one hobby at a time at the moment. Um, I'm hoping that I can kind of, like, regulate my, uh, Ability to balance multiple things at once when I'm like actually medicated properly, which is hopefully in like two weeks. Okay. Um, but I have this, I'll tend to like, for instance, recently I was, I suddenly took up felting. Felting? Like in like a day. Um, <laughs> in one day. And I, I ended up teaching myself how to do it really well. And people were like, what have, have okay. you, like they, someone tried to buy something off wait me. <laughs> I was like, what? What's, what's, wait, felting? What do you mean? So felting, felting is, um, you know, like, you know, f- like the, the fabric felt. Oh, is that like the yeah. stacking? No, but and... no, but it, uh, that's just kind of the way I'm trying to describe it. Okay. It's like people make that felt fabric yeah. by getting like wool, they flatten it out and then they get like a needle and they stab it into it until they like make like a solid felty fabric shape. Okay. So a similar kind of like with felting you basically you can make um like you know anything you want out of just like a a loose wool 
like basically you know washed, taken fresh from the sheep and dyed or whatever. But it's 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 not. It hasn't been processed into anything. Chasing a sheep around a yeah, field. It hasn't been processed into anything. <laughs> okay. And you're like, okay, I want to make like a, I don't know, a realistic rabbit. And so you start off with like you know around around like ball. You kind of push it up into like a shape. Okay. You get your needle and you just stab at it violently until it becomes like more solid and into the shape you want. And you slowly shape and add bits on until you. It's like it's like felt it. sculpture. Okay. Essentially, and that's quite a fun thing, just because it's something that I can like sit. I can like sit on the couch. At like four a.m. when I get home from work, I don't have energy to do anything else, but I have enough Keeps energy. To, like, I've yeah. got enough energy to stab at a ball of wool. <laughs> I love how you know. <laughs> in one day it was like the art of felting, and then oh, and then yeah, then it's like can I, how much do you want to pay for it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, like I, I like picking up hobbies, like artistic ones, and I usually like I'm, I don't get amazing at them, but I, I usually can get pretty adept pretty quickly. Okay. Um, but then when it comes to things like math, like, fuck off. Oh, dude, I can't math. do that shit. I did foundation maths in year 10, man. That was it. <laughs> yeah, pretty. I, I left math in year 10. Yeah. Um, year 10, I, I did it. I did the veggie maths and then didn't do it year 11. Yeah, I, I tend to, like, rapidly rotate any, like, creative hobby, pretty much. And, like, I come back to them as well. Yeah. But, like, for instance, like, I just put in, I just, like, built a doll and did its face and everything. <laughs> I built this with my hands. <laughs> yeah, like, I made, I made a doll and did the full face up and everything and looked pretty nice. And then I was like, well, I'm done with that. Never going to do that again. <laughs> um, <laughs> See you later, dickhead. No, like, I joined all the, like, I tend to join, like, communities for everything that I'm into as well, for briefly, like, online. Like, just so like, like a get- thousand profiles with Quintendo Gwin- <laughs> 64 and then just, like, three posts. And you have half your bio filled out. No, just like on Facebook groups. Okay. So like, but like, um, I do end up, it's not like I drop them forever. It's just like I drop them for long periods of time. I find it hard to pick things back up again. Okay. Um, and I think that's, that's mostly just okay. because of the way I am. But Let me ask a question before. You said Animal Crossing. Yeah. I started seeing it pop up all over my uh, Oh, because it was just media. released on March yeah, 20th. What the hell is it? So Animal Crossing is, is a, you've never heard of Animal Crossing? No, no, I'm oh, telling you, so it's a game, talking about it and I it's had no a idea game it that's been around since, I don't know, for like the early 2000s maybe? I can't remember, I think. You're making me feel really old, man. Uh, it's, it's, it's been around for a while, but it, it's a Nintendo game and basically it's kind of like a, I don't know how to describe it, it's just a very like casual, comf- it's like a, a very wholesome, like life simulator almost. Um, awesome. But like you kind of, it's very, it's very wholesome. I don't know, I think it's just, it's really like, uh, so you, you move to like a town okay. or whatever and like all of the characters are like basically like animals and like your character is just like a human. Um, you, I think it was originally supposed to be based off like a rag doll, but it's changed. But like basically you, you get like a, a house. There's like a little raccoon guy or a tanuki or whatever. And he's like, yo, um, I'll like, thanks for moving to the town. I'll give you like... Uh, a, a mortgage, essentially. <laughs> and, like, you slowly, like, you do jobs around the town to pay off your house, and then you can, like, do other things. Like, you you fill out, like, a... You collect stuff for, like, a museum. And so, like, you'll go, like, fishing, and, like, <laughs> you'll collect fish and then bring them back, but you can sell some to make money to pay off your house. Um, but, like, there's different versions of the game. And so, like, the new one is New Horizons, um, yeah. and people are really excited about that just because there's, like, so much more customization. Like, you can, like, uh, actually shape the town and you know, move, like, where the rivers are and, like, you know, do all of the the infrastructure and, like, where all the buildings are and everything. And, yeah, it's just kind of like a... 
it's a very like slow paced. It, it goes in real time as well. So oh. if it's eight a.m. Okay. in the game, it's it, like the shops in the game actually close at like eleven o'clock at night, and then afterwards you have to wait until the next day. <laughs> like yeah, so but um, it's just it's hard to explain Animal Crossing. A lot of people will ask, and it's something that a lot of Animal Crossing fans have is like they don't know how to hundred percent describe it I'll other than like a kind of a slice of life simulator. What are you playing it on? I'm playing it on the Nintendo Switch. Okay, Switch. Um, but it's it's a. It's like it's a cute kind of game. Some people go, it's not like a, a proper game because it's cutesy, but like yeah, but it's you- just supposed to be a fun time, mate. Did you ever see the? Do you remember the theme games? Theme park, theme hospital. Yeah, theme, yeah dude. Theme hospital was one of the coolest games ever. Yeah, you build like a little village, basically. Yeah. Um, and like for instance, the the one before that was New Leaf, and that was on the Nintendo Nintendo 3DS. Okay. And you were like a mayor of a town. And then you would slowly, like, um, you'd get your approval rating up, and then you'd, like, become the mayor, and then you could, like, build, yeah, you could build different, like, um, you know what I love? How public works projects and I love stuff, how intricate these and games clean the are. town up. Like, that's insane. Like, you're the mayor of a town, and you've got to get public, like, they yeah, make so you do games- all the pu- but, but they're, like, kind of done in, like, a cute way. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. the levels of, like, actual attention to detail, like, who would have ever thought you get to play the mayor of a town? Well, there are, there are fish in the game, right? That yeah. you can actually... Because the game is clocked to real life. Yeah. Um, for instance, on Christmas Day, if you sign in, it'll be Christmas Day in the game. <laughs> um, but, like, there are fish, for instance. Like, for instance, I'm playing at the moment now. It's March. So I'm catching a lot of fish and bugs and stuff <laughs> that are only going to be around from, like, March to, like, I don't know, like, say, um, September. And afterwards, they'll disappear and there'll be a whole new set from September to, like, another time. Yeah, and there's different... Yeah, but there's you actually have to like it's one of those games that it's not like oh you play it in like a week and you finish it there's no real hard finish oh no no it's just like you do the there's, there's, there's content yeah. to come up that regularly comes up and stuff but the whole point is like enjoying time a, a living in a nice town you know with cute animal villagers and it's just like it's just a nice time like that's it the, you know, I'm remembering some of the games that I've played over the last couple of years, man, and the time invested, like with Red Dead Two, yeah, yeah, that was the, I bought um uh, the Division Two yesterday, yeah, right, and that was the first time yesterday the day before, and that was the first game I've bought since Red Dead Two in November 2018. Okay, so for a year and a, a bit, I haven't bought anything else, and it's really the only game I played, Red Dead Two. Do do you play it at all? Red, Red Dead, yeah. Um, I've played a little bit of Red Dead 2, like, before the new one, like, you know, came yeah. out or whatever, and I was like, oh, I should probably, like, Dude, play this, because this- I heard that oh, a lot of good things about it. I've got to say, like, the game itself is fantastic. Graphically, it's aged horribly. The first one? Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, like, the the games are... Reason, yeah. The reason why I'm bringing it up is because, like, I forget how emotionally invested we get into games. Yeah. Right? Well, it's like a, a movie or a book. won't ever get it, right? Yeah. I, in Red Dead, like, you know, you get your horse, you bond with it, la la la, you train it, you know, it, you, whatever. Oh, my favorite thing in, in, in number two is just listening to Arthur to being like, oh, oh out of boy. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Arthur, you love that horse. I love that horse too. Come here, boy. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Oh, it's just. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like my, I sometimes I'll be playing and like I hear Arthur just be like, "Yeah, out of boy," and then I repeat it. Like I just repeat the things he says in his voice, like out loud for no reason. Dude, but like to anyone that's not a gamer wouldn't get it. But it's like reading a book and your favorite character dies. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? These games, man, like they're designed now for the long haul. Like they're not just short. I think 
another they're just another medium of storytelling. Yeah, it is. Well, depending on the kind of game, like exactly. some of them have no story yeah, yeah. at all. If but you play yeah, Fortnite. That's not that's not storytelling. I love right? the story of Fortnite. <laughs> what is the story of Fortnite? <laughs> yeah, I d- is there a story to Fortnite? I don't know. I don't know. I downloaded it for free, deleted it after about without installing it after about a week or two. Yeah, I, I, I downloaded it because like it was all like, suddenly popular and like, stuff. You get it, you My boyfriend get it. and I tried to play it. What happened was we downloaded it. <laughs> we went to sign in. Our internet suddenly went down, so we couldn't do anything like for weeks. <laughs> it's a sign. And then when the internet came back on, it was already like been around for long enough that we just didn't want to get into it and could be bothered catching up. Yeah. And they were like, mm, "It looks like a lot of twelveies play this actually." And then we just deleted it. And never. <laughs> yeah. My my little brother loves Fortnite. He's he's eight. So. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. when I went to Bali like two years ago, man. Every every bit of souvenir was like a Fortnite reference, man. Yeah, and all these kids were screaming at their parents, "Can we get this T-shirt?" Because it's got like the <laughs> flossing on the. Front. What I find really funny with him is like. I don't know. He, th- I think uh, kids are in just like such a funny bubble, where they think that like everything that they know, like other people don't know, or oh, you know. Yeah. And like I come over and he's like, "Have you like do- have you heard of Minecraft?" And I'm like, "Dude, I played that when I was like 13. <laughs> uh, how is that still around?" I love that we do have like kind of him, him and me, even though we're quite far apart in age. Um, we have like a bit of like a, a still a generational overlap where we'll be able to relate to each other, just because like I come over and he'll just start trying to he'll just be like. Oh, so do you, do you have any memes that you like? <laughs> and then, How's this meme? <laughs> yeah, and like I'll quote random memes to him, and he gets them, and then he la- like he loves that he laughs. Yeah, and I find it funny though because even some of them he wasn't really he was only four 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 like some of them were like vines, but now he's watched them and he's seen them and he relates vines? to them they too. Went out like yeah, 10 exactly. Years ago. Not ten years ago, oh, well, two thousand fifteen. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> Dude, I'm old now. But, like, I'll, I'll come into the house and be like, oh, hey, Ari, what's up? You know, and I'll be like, free Shavakadoo. And he'll just be like, oh, free Shavakadoo. And then he'll start flossing. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> like he just walks into the room and just starts flossing. Like, randomly. And then he'll put on random, like, meme songs about, like, Five Nights at Freddy's. And I'm like, okay. Uh, uh, right. All right. What, five Nights at Freddy's? I don't know. It's just some game where you're, like... It's kind of like a, you know, like Chuck E. Cheese, okay, so but it's a place I, called like Freddy's instead. Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah. i got to Google this because i got no idea what we're talking about. Five Nights at Freddy's. So it's like a horror game, but it's basically like you're at like Chuck E. Cheese, but it's not, not Chuck E. Cheese. It's like that kind of place. You realise most people wouldn't know what Chuck E. Cheese is. Yeah, well, they should get educated then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> educate the yourselves. Educate space. yourselves on the kitty casino and pizza. <laughs> It's basically just a place with animatronic animals and like, yeah. they sing, we eat pizza and get coronavirus. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> what? There's just kids everywhere with their little grubby hands and it doesn't get... You know I just everything's again. sticky. I just picture The Simpsons, man, where the guy's, hey, it's Wally, do something funny. <laughs> hey, hey, go bug your parents. <laughs> Walking through with that fake pizza. But it's it's like some horror game and yeah. like, you know, you're like a security guard and you have to survive like five nights with like you know the, the little the creepy animatronic animals and shit and yeah, like it's I, just a game it's a game it's basically like horror light like kids love it but it's not there's no actual like gore or anything I don't think I haven't really paid attention to the game it hasn't like piqued my interest other than like seeing it in a few places um but my little brother is just massively into those kind of games he's very into like kids horror games 
anything like he likes that like, like that bendy game. Let me or ask something. you a question. What was the first video game you ever played? The first video game yeah. I ever like, so let's played. Say, if you have the name, say the. First I'm sure five. I played earlier games, but from memory, like when I could actually start remembering things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'd say <sighs> Super Smash Brothers Melee. Okay. Um, Super Mario 64, okay. and then Sunshine. So second gen console, not, not even second, they're third. Third, third gen console. Well, I am only like 23. That's what so, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, I played some earlier games though too. Dude. Like I, I remember playing Castlevania and stuff like that. <laughs> See, this is the thing, man. Like, like people talk about the violence of video games now, yeah? And like yeah. the ultra realistic, blah, 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 blah. At the same time, man, like I was talking about, uh, dude, just yesterday I was, I was messaging someone and found, funnily enough that I found out they're like a closet gamer. I had no idea. Right? Yeah. The lifestyle completely unrelated to gaming. You wouldn't have ever thought, but yeah, they're a closet gamer. Yeah. And they were talking about how they downloaded- I loved Metal Slug. Metal Slug. Metal Slug was a good game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were talking about how they downloaded Doom 2 off, like, some thing on, on PC, right? And they yeah. were playing Doom 2. I'm like, wow, like, Doom 2? Like, you know Doom 2? Yeah, my, my favorite game was uh, Wolfenstein 3D. I downloaded that last week. Oh, rad. I'm like, Wolfenstein 3D? Man, I remember being, like, eight years old and playing Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah. Dude, I was eight years old at my uncle's well, like, house. My my Two mom Nazis, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? My mom, for instance, like my little brother, he's he's playing the like old Doom at the moment Tough. on Xbox because you can get it. Tough. And he's <laughs> he's really enjoying those. And mum doesn't have a problem with him playing those because they're not like they would have been really violent at the time, but they're not that you know, they're not realistic. Yeah, they're not realistic. Pixelated Whereas my mum doesn't want him to play, like, the new one oh, do you, <laughs> or anything. You play the new Castle Return to Castle Wolfenstein. It's fucking awful. Yeah, that shit's gory. And, like, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't think there's really a huge problem with it because, it, you know, if you're... Unless you have some sort of pre-existing condition, you probably know that, that like, right and wrong and that, you know, killing people with guns and shit isn't okay. We've had that argument uh, a thousand yeah. times. There's <laughs> but, no correlation. Yeah, there's no correlation, so... See, but I, she, I think she just doesn't. She doesn't feel comfortable I with him find, looking at that stuff so young. I look at Doom, and it's all just you're on hell. You're in hell. Yeah, and it's not like it's realistic. I never found it violent. I just found it scary because yeah. I was like a kid when I played it, and all I remember, I swear to God, from Doom, all I remember was the the, the alien dudes in the green. You know what I mean? Yeah. They look like they're wearing fucking overcoats, and all like the whole thing. You just hear him just like <laughs> the whole time. That's yeah. all I remember. Just walking around, just. Just an unsettling noise. Like, uh, yeah, you're unsettled. Uh, yeah, you're unsettled. That's it's the only uncomfortable. Way I can it's immediately. It. It's like um, when, you, when you're playing like Half Life and stuff, and a little. I forgot those like, little face crab guys. I forgot they're fucking called. <laughs> the Shit, face, face crab, crab men. Yeah, God, I sound like. Oh wow, I'm 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 a very elite gamer. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, but you know you know what they are. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, Did you play Half Life? Oh, man, well, they were like the face latching things. Oh, I'm pretty sure everybody okay. knows what they are. The- yeah. yeah, and I remember we hear those things like kind of skittering around a little bit, and you're just like, mm. like it's just it's an uncomfortable feeling. <laughs> I'm sorry, like it's <laughs> just your description. Your descriptors are the, the too too good. <laughs> Nevertheless, um, yeah, I don't know what time you had to go. <laughs> yeah, shit, what's the time? Uh, well, um, how long do you reckon we've been talking? Uh, three hours. Calm down, three hours. Oh, two and a half. Yeah, two. Two hours and twenty minutes. Oh, well, I'm pretty close. Well, two hours and twenty minutes is only forty <laughs> minutes off three hours. Don't don't at me. All right. <laughs> Nevertheless, um, thank you for discussing the leader, even if it was forty, sixty percent. And I deal. don't think I really covered it like at all. No, nah, you know what? That's the thing, man. Like I know. I little- mean, just Google it. And <laughs> people like, don't want to read. Yeah. Well, no, you don't. Have to, like, there's some videos, but then just watch some videos on it. But then don't 
don't take every like all the like, anything about like oh escapism too seriously because usually the the guys who do the films on that they pick the weird ones because they're the only ones that will actually do like a video thing with them and yeah. then most of us are just like what are you talking about me i just i just want to <laughs> I just, I just I like just, your dress. I just like this dress, and <laughs> I'm gonna go get a burger. Bye. <laughs> like, it's, it, I don't know. Like, it's just clothes, man. You reading into things a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> your face. <laughs> what? You actually lean into the mic, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Dude, like, seriously, man. <laughs> No, like, honestly, yeah. that's what, I guess, you know what, man, like, I really wanted to bring you on just to break that stigma, because I'm yeah. from the outside, I don't actually know. I've yeah. read what I've read, you know, I've seen what I've seen. I, I, outside yeah. of that, like, you're not going to walk down the street and see someone. Maybe if you're in Japan, but not here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's well, very- I found it really crazy there was someone in my building. <laughs> I was like, what the that's fuck, in the thing, same building? That's the thing I was going to say to you. When, when I messaged you and said, you yeah, know, why don't you talk to me? You're like, oh, what was I going to say? Like, I feel kind of weird, like, going in. It's like, dude... If I saw someone that was... Do you want to hear some shit? Well, that's the thing, is I don't want to just, like, knock on this chick's door and be like, Hi, I've noticed that you wear the same clothes that I do, and I would like to hey. talk to... Would you like to talk about the clothes that we wear? Without <laughs> <laughs> <Now> breathing. <laughs> I noticed that you wear the Lolita. Please be my friend. You need to have a retainer on as well, man. I'm, I'm so lonely. <laughs> Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> like 10 years ago, man, I was having breakfast in Morty Alec Air. I'm sitting there having a casual breakfast with a friend of mine, and she's just talking, 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 and I've just trailed off, and all of a sudden, I've jumped out of my seat, run about 50 meters down the road, grabbed this dude who was with his bird just walking, and I've gone, hey, man, is that a Queensryche t-shirt? It's like, yeah, man! And you're like, oh, fuck you! That does happen. I shook his hand and ran back to my table. Yeah, well, there's a girl in my community or whatever. She met this other girl and she got her into it that, like, got her into it because she saw her out and about just wearing it and she wasn't in any communities that didn't know about it. And she chased her down, like, wearing trackies and she's like, it's all right, I'm a Lolita too. I just look like shit right now. Join this calm. See ya, bye. And just, like, ran off. And they ended up being friends. So that's what I'm saying, man. Like you said, there's a girl in our building. Man, I would be knocking on that fucking door with, like, a plate of cookies. Like, oh my God. Well, I've got some, like, brand stickers and stuff that I I might just, like, maybe write her a little note and slide her under the door and be like, hey. Creepy. <laughs> but no, I'll just be like, hey, like, here's a little sticker. But like, I wear the same fashion. It's kind of cool, you know. What's I'm just, up? Do a, I'm picturing the split of that. I'm picturing in your head, it's like so innocent. You're just writing a note. Hi, you know. How you going? I'm your neighbor. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. In, her, like, in her eyes, it's like, dun dun. And then like, the music starts. It's like, you haven't noticed me, but I've been watching you around the building. I really like your clothes. <laughs> here's oh, my number. God. Oh, God. Babe, what's wrong? <laughs> Sorry. It's just like, it's like it puts the lotion on its yeah. skin or it gets the hose again. It's like locks the door, just huddles on the couch. And just like, hey. <laughs> Here's Gwyneth. By the way, dude, I have to give you props. I have to give you props. I hate the Nintendo 64. I fucking hate it. But the first time you gave me your Insta, your Instagram link, I was like, that is the coolest handle. Nintendo 64 is not a bad... No, it's brilliant. You know. It's fucking brilliant. I hate the console. Love the name, though. I have to give yeah. you props on that. <laughs> dude, do you know what's sad? The, the, the console peaked with Bond, all right? 
That's uh, one of the highest. I mean, I think the Mario games and stuff were fun, but the thing is, I'm from, I'm younger than you. Like, it I'm doesn't a different. Matter. I've got mates that love Mario. Yeah, I grew up with a lot of those like games. Yeah, so. but like I've got mates that love Mario. I just don't like the Mario yeah, games. That's fair. But literally, the system's highest selling game was like fucking James Bond, man. Yeah, Goldeneye, and that was the first fucking one of the first releases. It never utilized its potential. That's my yeah. problem. And that controller didn't help at all. Dude, that, that was a terrible controller. Please admit that. No, that middle bit was weird. It was fucking. What was shit. that? What was that middle bit? It was like a D-pad. It was like a. It was like a. You can never shot. use everything at once, and that's. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, some people have said that the the GameCube controller was kind of like a, a Kinder surprise, not kind of like Kinder surprise, like um, <laughs> you know, like the Kinder toys or whatever, yeah. or I forgot the the name of the brand, but. I think that was a really nice ergonomic design. You reckon? Like, that was comfortable on the hands. I mean, they, they, it was so good to a lot of people that they actually still make them, um, but for the Switch and for, uh, like, new consoles. I think... You um, can actually use a GameCube controller for, you know, your oh, Wii yeah, yeah, or you your mean. Wii U or your Switch or any... Because people still use them. They're Honestly, just- my favourite controller, man... I think the PS4 controller is really fucking good, like ergonomically. Mm. Like, oh no, the PlayStation controller is quite comfortable. Yeah, it's I re- the four. I reckon is really like a testament. Like it's it's really good. Yeah. My favorite man. It depends. It's really weird, man, because you would probably never saw it. Do you remember the original Sega um, Mega Drive controller, the Genesis, like the original one with the three buttons? Vaguely. It was sort of like a crescent shape. Yeah, vaguely. It was really, really chunky. Yeah. Mm. If you physically held it, like an. You normally would, right? Yeah. It was really sort of uncomfortable. My cousin, though, taught me a fucking trick. He held it with his three fingers on each button, like over, like he'd flip his hands and like he was playing like a piano. Yeah. So his three buttons were like like that. The second you did that, man. It was amazing. Bang, yeah. You were on a whole different planet, man. That was like just <laughs> was like, game um, changer. Oh, what's the, the Dreamcast controller? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the Dreamcast, I don't, like, the Dreamcast is terrible, but I really want one just to play that weird Japanese fish game. I don't know if you've seen it, it's just these, like, fish with human faces. Oh, hang on, I think I saw it on the What Culture list, hang on. I really want Japanese it. game, Dreamcast, fish. <laughs> it's gotta be there. Hang on, hang yeah, on. it's really freaking bizarre, and, like, I just want to pick Very that up. Weird. Simulator for Dreamcast. Is that what you're talking about? Seaman. I think so, yeah. And, like, there's just these See, fish. I read that as semen. Like, straight yeah, I hate that word. <laughs> but, like, you... I don't know if that's it. But, like, you feed them and they can, yeah, talk to you. Seek is strange. And it makes me think of, um... Have you heard of the, the Undersand in the Woods? Yeah, that's it. It, it. That fish reminds me of that... Is this it? Yeah, that's it. That's the game. I'm Michael Sikora, and welcome to Abandonware. We're here today to talk about something both of us are extremely passionate about. Video games. In particular, some of the weird, forgotten artifacts of video game history. Today we're going to be talking there about... There you Sega go. Yeah, that controller was weird. It was so clunky. Yeah, the screen and... Two fish Is that it? Yeah, they're like fish with human faces. What's wrong with it's you? bizarre. Show for you. I like lots of weird things. Yeah. I, I, there was a video I watched of a guy who actually I mean, look, bought it, it and played it for like a few weeks. Fish for a squid? What for? Just to see what it was like. And he was like, it was really bizarre, but he still kind of got kind of attached to his fish people. And that was it. I don't know. I can't remember most of it. I couldn't, I can remember the information, but I couldn't relay it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, know yeah. What that, that, I don't know what the hell it was. It reminds me of um, the, the uh, Andersan of the Woods. It's like that weird Japanese video. And it was just like this, like... The what? It was like this guy, a human, pretending to be a penguin. And he was like protecting all of these animals and stuff. And it was just like a weird Japanese comedy kind of thing. And there was like this fish at the end of it that's like singing to Mr. Ando. 
And he's just like, oh, I love you, Mr. Endo. I want to sleep on your face tonight. What the hell but he's like a fish about? with a human face. I don't know. Um, <laughs> search I don't up, know. Search, and, uh, you know, and, Anderson of the Woods. Anderson. Like, Andosan. A-N-D-O. Mr. Andosan of the Woods. But it should be like Andonomori or something. Okay, well, Andosan of the Woods comes up. Yeah, Mr. Ando of the Woods. And my favorite bit, you know, there's like the beer, the, the bee, and he's like eating all the honey and the... No, it's the, developed? The, 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 yeah, it's like the, it's getting developed and stuff, but there's just like weird shit that happens. Thank you, Mr. Ando. Yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah, thank you, Mr. Ando. Karaoke. And it's like a fish that's singing. It's in Japanese, but... Okay. They all have like weird... Do I want to play this? Yeah, go for it. They all, <laughs> they've just... all got like uh, human faces, though. Okay. It's weird. And like, we couldn't find out if Mr. Ando is a penguin after all. But there is one thing I'm sure of. In our heart, Mr. Ando will always be a penguin. Ando, I love you. You make me happy and you be peace. <laughs> the motherly forest is filled with what? the scent of spring. <laughs> what is this? Uh, it's you have to watch if you watch the full episode. It's excellent. I mean, we don't have to play that now, but <laughs> <laughs> that was the best rapper. <laughs> This is a great exit for the podcast, this song. <laughs> what the? I should be translating, but I kind of forgot, <laughs> so... Although it would smell like fish for sure. Yeah, but, um... Yeah, there was just a bit where it's like, I want to sleep on your face or something, and there's weird shit like that. But the whole premise of that was just like a guy who's pretending to be a penguin because he loves animals and like he identifies with them more or something. And so he's protecting all of the other animals in the forest from it being like developed. And yeah. And then there's like a scene in there, I think, where there's a bee complaining to like a bear that it's eating all of its honey and it's just like this really uncomfortable scene where it's like you keep licking my honey like pedo 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 that's fucking weird because pedo pedo it means lick in Japanese so it's just like pedo 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 like over and over again it's just really uncomfortable it was a great <laughs> great great episode excellent the, fact the epitome that, of anime the fact that you can recall <laughs> this shit is incredible yeah I watched it like when I was 14 so I don't know where that came from but yeah there you go. Sorry, my power recollection is pretty insane. I always bring up random ads that no one would have ever seen before. Like usually, like but you the- get what I mean about that fish with the face. Yeah, it looks kind of like those weird fish face things. What is it with Japanese people and <laughs> fish with human faces? <laughs> <laughs> that game. <laughs> uh, J- Japanese people are on another level, generally, man. Like anything, they're living in thirty twenty. Thirty twenty. Yeah, they're a thousand years ahead. You reckon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Like. We've, I've actually discussed Japan at length on this podcast, man. Just the social structure, culturally, like all that sort of shit. Mm. It's so weird. Like they're living in thirty twenty, but then they've like you know you, you see geishas and shit walking around these huts, like in all the still images coming in. You're like, where, where are we? And then you've got like ultra cyberpunk in the middle of of Tokyo, and then you've got like yeah, like anime scene which is massive. 
and it's marketed to kids, but it's ad- it's adult sort of shit as well. Like it's, yeah. it's also convoluted. You know what I mean? I think from someone who doesn't live there, yeah, it's definitely like yeah. hard to understand. Or if but, you don't, you don't educate yeah, because, yourself on yeah, it exactly, at all. Exactly, because we're on the outside. Like you know I've what been mean? into like a lot because like, I was like a massive wave when I was younger, and then obviously I ended up properly learning about some stuff with, yeah. like, as I aged. Like I didn't just keep, you know. No, no, of course. Like to me, a lot of it isn't that weird. But then I realized that like most people, yeah, I guess it is. That's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, peak east. That's peak east. Yeah, peak east with like ultra technology. Uh, at the moment, everybody's into South Korea. Yeah. Everyone likes them for K-pop, though. I was so. going to say, when K-pop, like, banged out. But I got so mad, because, like, I was into K-pop when I was, like, 14, 15. <laughs> and I got... <laughs> cheated. I got bullied so bad, because, like, you know, people like, oh, play, like, a... Some, in some of our classes, you do, like, play a song that you like, or, like, a music video. Yeah. And I remember playing, like, some... Uh, I played Heartbreaker by G-Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and people were like, oh, like, he's so ugly. Like, he looks like a girl. Why do you like that? He's not even in English. You can't understand. And they would bully me for it. And then, like, a few years later, some of the same girls that were bullying me for it, they're, like, grown-ass adults. And they're like, OMG, like, BTS. And I'm just like, I'm going to yeah. BTS your ass. <laughs> Dude, that's just how... Man, I was, I was fucking 13 years old listening to Psychedelic Trance Man from Europe. Mm. <laughs> Like, bad. And everyone thought I was on drugs. Like, how can you listen to this shit? They'll listen to, like, bugger. And then Psytrance and stuff got, yeah, and came Psytrance, in. Yeah, Psytrance, like, you can't... If you don't listen to Psytrance, you're just, like, weak. You know what I mean? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, this is one song that's got that in it. What was that? Oh, if you, I forgot the name of the song, but it's from, like... It's a remix from Highlight Tribe or whatever. Okay. And there's just this one song, and... Yeah, it's just... Shibita, what? No, but the song is just, like... I don't know. You don't listen to electronic genres, do you? Really no. <laughs> but I forgot there's one song because yeah, I just see, I had like on the this outside, one I can see what I had this one that, like yeah. no I had this one like <laughs> massive tripper friend but there was just this one song that they literally were doing that in it. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, never mind. Okay, whatever. I'm I think sorry. we've reached the the, the point. <laughs> no of, one's listening at this point. No, we've reached the point of no return now. Um, thank you for coming in, man. Yeah, it's been cool. We'll do, do it again sometime. Hey, this yeah. is, you're the one with 14, 14 days of uh, quarantine on your hands. Yeah, I got fourteen days. <laughs> Which means I probably shouldn't go anywhere, but... Ah, oh, we're safe here. <laughs> the podcast bunker. Dude, this place is safe. Don't worry about it. No one... Nothing's going to come in here, man. Besides the gym that was at the front. That may have been a quarantine hazard zone. I went to pull up out front of the gym. There's like three dudes out there and they're just looking at me like, who the fuck are you? I was just like, is this where I do the podcast? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't say anything. I was like, that was my feel. I was like, what am I doing? Like, should I be parking here? They just looked at me with such judgment in their eyes. You actually parked at that pub around the corner? Uh, no, I parked out front of like a pool, yeah, the pool supply hall. place. You, did you park in the actual... Oh, the supply place? Yeah, it's, the parking lot's empty and the place looks like it's closed right now. So. Yeah, the place has always looked like it's closed. I'm pretty sure it's a front. Like, legit. I think it's a front. It's been like that forever. As long as oh, okay. Anyway, um, thank you for coming in. Yeah. Let's hope my car is, like, still there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to... I've just suddenly gotten really nervous about my car. I'm going to go... <laughs> All right. Thank you. Hold up. 